This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Ruben. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I just got back from Korea, which was really, really exciting and fun. I love that country. What did you do? I mean, I think we really tried to eat our way through the country. <laughs> so uh, pants were tighter, uh-huh, uh, which good. is always a good sign of a good vacation. We we just we saw a lot. We were in Seoul for not a, not a super long time, about five days, but um, went to the DMZ one day. Wow. Which was, they let you do that? Yes, they did. It was um, fascinating. It was we we were visiting people that uh, friends of David's that lived in Seoul and that now they've moved uh, just outside of Seoul. So they came up to Seoul for a couple of days and stayed with us. And they had a car, so they drove us to the DMZ. We actually is it safe? It's safe. It's safe. Yeah. I mean, the DMZ is actually so. There's the the kind of the line, right? And then it's you know 40 kilometers on, on either side that are sort of this demilitarized zone. And on the South Korea side, they've really made like a cottage industry around it. There's, you know, this whole kind of like food park. There, Okay, there's Popeye's Louisiana Chicken at the DMZ. I don't think I'd like that. It is crazy. It's <laughs> I took a picture and David's like, you need to geotag that. Um, right. And then there's like a little like carnival uh, kind of, you know, rides for kids and things. It is. It was very bizarre. You can do this tour and they're like, oh, it's a three hour tour. And we're like, that sounds Ooh, like three-hour bus tour. I was thinking more Gilligan's Island. <laughs> That's also what it sounded like. They're like, they're like don't defect. Okay, great. Uh, we had our our friend did, vouch for did us. Did you take pictures? I did. I took pictures. It sounds like a great like uh, an amusement park in the DMZ. Sounds like a photo <laughs> opportunity to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> the juxtaposition. Although it was kind of hard to understand where you know where you were, and also if it opens up. I mean, I think this will be something that just doesn't exist anymore wow. um, if that if that in fact does happen but uh, they also built this train station that is basically if you build it they will come it's this perfectly modern beautiful train station that's right on the border and uh, in the in the hopes that it'll open up and there'll be a high like a kind of a the high-speed train will continue through the country wow so you one of the stops on that three-hour tour was one was a tunnel and one was this futuristic train station and one was this uh it's called the dora observatory where i actually some of the pictures i took were through the binoculars Mm -hmm. of the um you know like where you stand up and there's those giant binoculars and like put in a quarter exactly you don't need to put in a quarter but um you can just look and then i tried to i lined up my phone so you could see through it and uh you could see north korea you know that you know to bring this back to photography, since that's ostensibly yeah. why we're here, right? You can. Uh, I not I'd to love, hear about my vacation. <laughs> no, I like I like hearing about. Your, I want to see your vacation pictures. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I also think uh, there's a number of times where I've realized that the cool picture is pushing my camera up to an optical device, a telescope, binoculars, yeah. a kaleidoscope, like yeah. that, you could, that a camera lens can go up to those, and it's kind of cool. It's and a it fun. Fits in perfectly, and it fits perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating. Anyway, I'll post. I'll post the pictures, I'd like to see and the you pictures. can see. What, do you, what What's on your mind? 
Like well, we're back. There's so many things we could talk about, and I've got a list here. Of, you do of have topics. a you do have a list, and I'm not uh, not meaning to like jump in front of your list. No, but no, no, I was I just thinking I'm I'm all about Christmas right now. It is so kind of Christmas. Time. I feel like I'm yeah. back, and I'm hearing Christmas music everywhere. But <laughs> I was I've been hearing um, it since October. It's uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Before Halloween, uh-huh. but I was just thinking. I'm like, oh, I've taken all these pictures. This, especially since we've been doing this for the past six months, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm like, I feel like they'd be really, really great presents. And they so are. I kind of wanted to talk to you about what your what your thoughts are. Um, I think I think photos, you know, um, it's like a craft project. You know, making a picture for someone, it's it has a lot of similarities to when you want to sit down and make things for people. It's a personal thing. It's kind Very of personal. handmade, right? Yeah. And um what's something you care you care enough about to to do and invest your time in creating and it's tricky. You know, but giving people art is always a tricky proposition, right? I mean, it's such a personal thing, isn't it's it? It's true. If I'm thinking I want to give one of my pictures away to someone, I have to really sort of sit and think, am I sort of foisting this on them, like that they're going to take it? If you give someone a large piece of art, whatever it is, a photograph, a painting, something you've bought, something you've made, it doesn't even matter. You know, to receive it, it's like it's it's an honor. Someone has done this yeah. thing. It's, it might be expensive or very personal. But then you're kind of committed. Like, you're going to put this giant thing up in your house or your apartment. It's well, big. It's a big statement. Well, and, I mean, two things. One, yeah. I think that if, yes, if you're giving them a, a four-foot by eight-foot piece of anything, that that is commitment. And that's, right, that's right. pretty ballsy. Like, right. You, so somewhere, so somewhere between house. four feet and eight feet and a snapshot <laughs> right. is the sweet spot for a photograph, right? I mean, even if... If your pictures are really good and you love your photos and, mm-hmm. and you framed it at Neo Modern, we kind of go up to 20 by 24. So it's a couple feet. Yeah. And But in know, a big room, that's not too big. In a big room, that's actually kind of small. In a hallway, that's kind of huge. Right. right. It's, it's almost less, it's less about the absolute size of something than the kind of relative size to the room, the place where it's going and the viewing distance. Mm-hmm. It's really a lot about viewing distance. If you know people are standing back far then you can do something that's kind of large. If you're in a small apartment, you just can't really get away with big things. But but not even thinking of that, just think of that awkward social situation where like, oh, my my friend is coming over. I got to put the thing that they made up right. and I don't like it that much. And well, what I mean, you... That's what like bathrooms are for. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm joking, but... Um, no, you're not. I that's think... exactly what bathrooms are for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, bathrooms actually are a place you want to put art that you're going to look at a long time. I think people definitely, some people take longer looking people, at art They do. Well, people put, <laughs> I often notice people put sort of their sort of sketchier, not just like less good, but sometimes more sort of sexual, mm. like nudes and... and and more personal things end up in the bathroom where mm-hmm. you can't put them in the hallway. But mm-hmm. you can, for some reason, because I guess people are involved in personal things in a bathroom, you can have personal, much more personal art. I would say um, photos do okay in bathrooms, but it's, it tends to be kind of a humid room. You've got mm-hmm. showers and water mm-hmm. elements. Um, so sculptural things and oil paintings and stuff like that are going to survive better than paper type things yeah. photo things um on the other hand it's also usually kind of dark and it's uh, or darker it mm-hmm. doesn't have direct sunlight in bathrooms usually so that photos do better in that well i, uh, I want to get back actually to yeah. the to your statement about being very um presumptuous i know that yeah. you didn't exactly say presumptuous no that's but what i'm thinking presu- <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i'm thinking <laughs> that was the word in my my head uh-huh. um no i mean i 
I guess I would disagree with you in the sense that I don't feel it's presumptuous to give someone a photo either of them or a photo that you've taken of a moment that you guys have shared because it's it is like making something it's like saying hey this is a really special moment to me I want to share this with you because I think about it in it with with great fondness so I want to I want to kind of extend that moment and share that moment with you it is it's truly the thought that counts and I think that that it that encapsulates that idea no, that's true. I, I think, you, but you still have to think about the size of it. You know, when we um, yeah, then let, let's talk about right. the size. When, when we launched, when we launched Neo Modern, we only had two sizes of frames: sixteen by twenty and twenty by twenty-four. Mm-hmm. So it was like those are kind of standard yeah. frame sizes, and the pictures could be inside that frame at some size. Um, and it was my assumption that as we went through the years of being open, that as people got more confident, there we'd be doing more larger and larger stuff. Mm-hmm. Inexplicably, what we did was we went smaller. More people were interested in the 11 by 14 size and even an 8 by 8, which is kind of an Instagram mm-hmm. size frame. Um, and and it, I think it largely has to do with people's sort of – I don't know, lack of confidence in their own work, maybe. Like, I just, I don't, what we'd hear them say is, I don't know if it's good enough to be that big. Hmm. But at smaller sizes, I feel much more comfortable with it. And a lot of our work um, with customers is talking about whether we think it's good enough, you know? It's like, and helping people build sort of confidence in their own photography. Yeah. At at 11 by 14, you can pretty much give a Give, give that away to someone. That's yeah. You can always find a spot for it. It's not too presumptuous, as you said. Absolutely. Sixteen by twenty is the borderline. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get that big, you do want it to be a pretty nice photograph, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even more than just a sentimental something that we shared. Like you want it to stand alone, that people walking in a house will see it and go, "Wow, that's cool," or "That's nice." Yeah. Um, but do you also think that people go? I mean, we're in San Francisco. So Mm -hmm. do you think also the smaller size has a little bit to do with just limited wall wall space? space, Yeah. Even like a vista space to your earlier point where if you do have this long, you know, Edwardian style, I call it the bowling alley apartment, which Uh is what I have. Uh Um, But you've got a long, long hallway. And so there you don't always have these these great vistas to have great pieces. And I think that if you have hallways and small rooms, Mm -hmm. which we also have in San Francisco a lot. Um, that you really don't want to make a frame something bigger than 16 by 20. And mm-hmm. I think that 11 by 14 is is making it – it's not that it's making a statement, but the image is large enough that you can really uh, savor the cool things about the picture. If it's smaller than that, it's practically like on your phone, and you're going to miss a lot of those details. I mean, yes, it's printed so you can take the time to mm-hmm. absorb them, but they still might be kind of small. And I think that when your frame is around 11 by 14, your picture is closer to 8 by 10 or mm-hmm. a little bit smaller than that. And that's about the right size to enjoy a photograph. If you're going to take the time to print it out and give it to someone, mm-hmm. and uh, you want them to be able to like really take it in. Yeah. So that's a good, that's a pretty good size. And well, I also, I actually hmm. really like the eight by eight as well, personally, just because that I Instagram think size. I do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, um, why? I, because I, I think that I have gallery walls, for example, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> in my house where I love these kind of almost like a collage moment of, I mean, they're different photos. They're mm-hmm. all framed differently or they're framed very similarly, but they're all in their own frames. Do you um, like that? Um, it's kind of a look when uh, some people can get away with it where every frame is different, every picture is different, and mm-hmm. they just kind of are um, 
cobbled together. Yeah. And it has this sort of fun, cattywampus. Yeah. Uh, I'm fun and cattywampus. Are you fun and cattywampus? Yeah. I've often felt you were fun and cattywampus. <laughs> Thank you. I feel, personally, I I like the jumbled look of, of stuff like I'm still laughing at fun and cattywampus. Okay, keep going. <laughs> that's my new t-shirt. <laughs> Thank you. Can I? That's my Christmas present. Fun I'm and fun and cattywampus. <laughs> uh, but it, 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 you notice that when frames are consistent, like even if the picture sizes are different, yeah. if you have, you know, three 16 by 20 frames in a row and the frames are museum style so they're just simple black frames and that's how it is they're all they're all similar but some have deeper depth i mean like some are super flat some mm -hmm. are have like a little bit of thickness you can get away with but they're that they're all they're all black i think that the frame consistency helps helps a ton oh you know a ton about like you're a design right you I mean, know i do design stuff so yeah you know you should be telling me what the <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know i know that museums have, you know, you want the frames to be the same because they disappear. Right. You know, so it's not about the frame. You go to the Louvre and you've got lots of the frames are practically part of the they experience are, yeah. of a painting. But for pho photography, it's less so, mm -hmm. I think. And personally, I like like a thin black line or a thin kind of a border around this outside of the mat. Uh, the mats are nice. It's sort of setting up. That's another thing, matting. Your matting prints. makes a huge difference, I think. I mean, because it's it's definitely the thing that sort of sets it apart from being just a, a frame snapshot to mm -hmm. it being this is really framed. And I think the reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what what the matting allows is it allows the photo to breathe, like a sculpture. Right. Um, when you look at sculpture, you often talk about the space that it activates. So it's not just the size of the piece of of artwork. You actually need kind of airspace around it because it is it is activating that as well. So I think the mat is sort of the 2D version of huh. that um, kind of the space for the artwork to breathe. That's funny. I, I totally agree. It reminds me of McMansions. McMansions. Yeah, you know, there's no people, space to breathe. When people buy <laughs> a piece, a beautiful piece of property and they build a house to the edges of the property line yeah, it's really because they want to maximize their house space in some right. way. And it's kind of gross. Yeah. And I, I, I think that when someone frames something and they want the picture to go right to the edge of the frame so there's mm -hmm. no mat, you can do it. You are maximizing image size. That's totally true. But it feels like a McMansion to me. Yeah. Like. Give it some space. Let it breathe. I love it when there's a small picture in a large frame. Like, mm -hmm. what a statement that makes. Yeah. Because it, it, it draws, draws you, you in. in. Isn't that cool? Jinx peanut. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me a coat. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think is what you do, right? Like, no, me. that was like slug bug. No. No. That was, that's a car. That's if you see a Volkswagen. Or yeah, exactly. Slug bug. No slug, slug bug. backs. Yeah. Something like that. Slug bug, no, no slaps. I don't remember. Someone, someone help us with this. <laughs> <laughs> My children will help us with exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I know the desire to maximize the size of the print. At Neo Modern, we don't charge for print size. We only charge about frame size. Hmm. So because I don't want people to be thinking, I want, like, I don't want to spend that extra money for the size. I don't want the price to be the limiting factor. I want them to be thinking about what size is the right size mm -hmm. for this. Give it. The frame decides how big it is on your wall. And then the picture size inside that frame is a balance between how big should it be? How much mat do I want to to make it feel important? One of the things I've done with clients before is when you're trying to decide on a picture size is actually tape it out on your wall. Mm. And so you have just like the blue painter's tape. You actually sort of tape it where you think it is. And I know we've talked about this before, but the importance of just printing the image before you frame it. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe a combination of those things could be really helpful where if you're debating on a size or debating on a 
um, mat size, I mean, mm-hmm. effectively, mm-hmm. is to even print the image in a, in a preliminary way, tape out on your wall where you think it's going to go, and just, and just pin kind of hang the it. picture right in yeah. the middle of the tape. That's right. cool. And so then you have an understanding of like kind of living with it. Like, does this feel right? Does this feel big enough? Maybe I need a bigger mat. Maybe I need something to kind of balance this. Maybe it needs to be a bigger print. Maybe it I needs mean, to be a bigger print. I think that uh, because people are so intimidated by the size and because it's so it can be awkward to give something that's huge and partly because people's smartphones just don't either produce enough resolution or they aren't confident in their photography. It's like, it's unlikely the number of people who want to print giant, you know, if I'm buying someone great's photograph, I can see wanting it big and Mm -hmm. making a statement. But if I'm giving a gift to someone or I'm looking at my own photographs, yeah, I think 11 by 14, 16 by 20 are, are kind of the places you want to be there. And I love the idea of taping it out, figuring out your wall a little bit, and just um, getting prints made and pinning them up, taping them up. Taping them up. Don't pin them. Tape them up, yeah. (laughs) You'll ruin the wall, or is it ruin the print? Ruin the print. Well, it's not good for the wall either. (laughs) No, I would would disagree with you on that sense. Like, I think people get really worried about putting holes in their walls. And I would say it is an easy fill. Like, it is is easy to, you know, to, 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 to fill a hole and move your artwork around. We've also talked about this in the past, but it is... Nothing is permanent. Just because you pick one spot for your photograph, mm-hmm. maybe you like it there at first, but maybe after a couple of years or a couple of weeks or a couple of days, you're like, actually, I think I want to move it. That is totally okay. And I think not for people not to feel too caught into a decision that they've made on their interior design, feeling like, well, it's set now. I got to leave it. But it's really great to um, experiment and kind of move things around. It's just a tiny hole in a wall that I you can easily fill. But don't you think that it's a little bit like... Um, Is that time's up? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the tea's done. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Two things on that. One is I walked around with my landlord once as uh, my neighbor downstairs left, and she was walking through the apartment, and she was very unhappy about the holes in the wall. I know they're easy to fill, but she was disproportionately mm-hmm. weirded out by that. Anyway, maybe that's not... Not a a good point. The thing that I would say, it's like adjustable shelving. You you buy shelving that's adjustable because you feel like you want to adjust it. But people get that stuff on and they never change it. Like it was important to me to get adjustable shelving. And yet once I've set it, I don't ever, ever change it again. And I think people get inertial. Like they put pictures up and it's like that's where it is. But I would say that's the difference between adjustable shelving, which needs to be very functional, (laughs) and then is holding a lot of stuff and artwork, which is meant to be aesthetic and inspiring and something that you like, that you enjoy looking at and you enjoy looking at its placement. So I would say your downstairs neighbor should have filled the holes. I mean, it's putty. It takes two seconds. Nate. In a pinch. (laughs) Toothpaste. Like I've definitely done that when I moved out of an apartment before. Toothpaste, really? Don't I mean this was years ago in LA so she's gonna find sure you I'm yeah she's gonna hunt you sure down I got away with that one <laughs> but um but no I mean putty it takes two seconds fill fill the holes I'm not saying leave gaping holes in your walls but also don't be afraid of making a hole in your wall and I think that you know to get get over that it's okay to move things you're right, it's not you're adjustable right. shelving and I think we've talked about this before how important the context is yeah you know so seeing these two pictures next to each other and if you just put it next to something else or put it in another part of the house you'll see it completely differently it, it'll have a, it's not just that you'll see it differently it will have a different meaning mm-hmm. and the meaning of a photo isn't just it's not just part of the photo it's also about the context of it where it is and and how big it is those are all 
again, reasons why you print things out and experience them and not just like flip through it and look at it. It's not just about it's an image of this thing. I agree. Cool. Well, I'm I'm all about um, holiday photo gifts. Good. Me too. <laughs> you're, I'm, you're behind this. I I'm, like I'm totally behind it. I'm going to start a business where we <laughs> s- help support people who want to do this. Well, I'm going to frequent that business because I've actually now Please taken a do. bunch of photos. It's also a good thing if, you know, here's my plug. Here's my one yeah. plug, really, which is if you know someone who's a photographer, you don't have to give them one of your pictures. You can give them a gift of going to get their picture printed and framed if they oh, wanted to. Oh, that's an to. amazing idea. It's a I really nice. That. And pe- we do... That at Neo Modern, a lot of people will just give a photographer someone mm-hmm. a, a gift cer- certificate to come in and ha- have that experience. It's a great photographic experience. Absolutely. So there's my plug. Well, know. it's a great plug. I will. Um, <laughs> I hope everyone takes advantage of of that suggestion. That's and cool. if yeah. they don't want to print their own photos, give the gift of printing to someone whose photos that they like. That's nice. Well, I want to see your pictures from Korea. I mean, I'm. I, I think. W- We'll finish this episode, but let's rip those suckers out. And All I right, take let's a, do it. Are you ready for me to I'm kind of ready. get through? All right, so well, ready. Well, this has been awesome. I'm so glad you're back. It's great to have you. And you're, you're in town for a while? I'm in town for a while. All right. Well, then uh, let's do some shows. All right. Sounds great. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Please leave reviews and ratings on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. And we get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.